Hey, this is Alex with the Unbiased Trailblazer Podcast. If you haven't joined our Discord yet, you're missing out. Go to our Twitter at UnbiasedBlazers. There's a link in our bio where you can join the Discord server from there. There's also links in every podcast description, so you can join from there as well. Now, let's get to the show. Rip City, baby. Rip City, what's going on? Episode 54 of the Unbiased Trailblazer podcast. It's been a couple weeks, but here we are. We're back. We're getting ready. Let's do this. Uh, first and foremost, I, I mentioned in Discord. So first and first thing first, if you're not in Discord, join it. We have to add Fawad. We have to add a, a title to him. He has become an NBA countdown bot. So how many days we got? I know I'm throwing this out on you without planning it. Uh, it's 21 or 22. I don't remember if I checked today or yesterday, but I'm pretty sure it's... I think it's 20. We're almost there. We're so close. Yeah, 20 days until our first season game. That's there we less go. than so three. 20, yep, 20 days away. So football's going to hold me over for a couple more weeks, and then uh, and then we got basketball season, and it's go time. Uh, Fawad, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. It's been a while. I don't even know, like, what, two, three weeks, but... Uh, yeah, I've been kind of busy with some with work, some with family, but it's been it's been good. How have you been? I've been good. I've been good. I've been working a lot. Um, my wife's getting close to having her babies or having all, not her baby, her baby. So we're getting things ready for that. Um, so it's been a hectic couple weeks, but uh, I'm, it's the off season. It's the dry part of the off season, and we kind of had to scour for things to talk about. But I feel like and I'm excited. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. First things first. I just wanted to address this real quick because I just thought it was really strange. I'm not sure if anybody saw this or not, but apparently, according to Nurkic, who played for Bosnia this past couple weeks, he made a he put a tweet saying, I think it was a tweet at least, that four players from the national team for Bosnia had to sleep in one bed together. How is that possible? How like that's mind-boggling to me that four players are sleeping in one bed together. I think he tried to use that as kind of a an excuse why they lost their last game, um, or you know a reason why, or one of the reasons why they lost. But if that's true, that's crazy. Four players sleeping in one bed. You obviously know these players are going to be you know bigger than the average human, so that yeah, must be one giant six, ass five, bed. Six, six on average. Yeah, I couldn't imagine sleeping. And he made a comment. I think I don't. I want. I don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure he said something about like he would take money out of his own pocket to fix these issues. Like that's how much I meant to him. Which props to him. Um, but yeah, that's crazy. If that's even an issue for a team like that to have four people sleep in one bed. Yeah, uh, I I heard about that. I didn't hear about the part that he was willing to pay, but that doesn't surprise me considering how much he's done for Bosnia with his own money. Like throughout mm-hmm. the years during COVID and everything, but yeah, it was surprising to hear. Like, honestly, I was more surprised that uh, FIBA or is it FIBA who runs Zero Basket? Or yeah, right. Yeah, I, I was, honestly don't know about that. I, th- I think it is, but whatever. Whoever organizes, I was more surprised that they didn't set everything up for every 
single team or country and it was the country's responsibility but either way whoever's responsibility it was there's no reason at all that you should have even two players sharing a bed but yeah uh yeah i don't know i guess i guess money's tight in bosnia or something i'm not sure i mean we're not in high school anymore that's that's pretty crazy to have i mean even just two grown adults on a basketball team representing the country having to sleep in the same room or same bed, not even the same room, same bed is mind blowing. So throw in two extra. So you got four. I don't even know how to talk. They all lay in like horizontal instead of vertically on the bed. Like just, I don't, I mean, I don't even know how it's possible. Must've been one big bed. <laughs> so, uh, you got like twin queen king and then like Bosnian. <laughs> Bosnian. <laughs> Oh, geez, that's funny. That's exciting. I'm going to tell you right now, his bed probably is Bosnia-sized. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, like we just kind of talked about, uh, Bosnia lost. They ended up not making it to the finals. Nurk. I had... I'm having not a even bit of finals. Computer. They didn't advance past the group stage, right? That's true. They didn't get past the group. Yeah, sorry. sorry. Um, I had the stats pulled up. I had to restart my computer, and now I can't... Like, so. Nurkic played... He played well. He stayed healthy. Um, he still he was showing off his three point shooting. Still, there was a couple plays where they actually drew up three point plays for Nurkic, which is encouraging. Um, defensively, it looked like he was playing pretty good. I only got to watch about, I'd say, maybe three quarters of one game. Um, they were at weird times in the day, morning, night. So he. He looked good, and I'm excited to see you know carry over to this year and see what he can do. I don't know if you caught any of the games or if you have any takes on it, but it was encouraging. Uh, I didn't really get to watch any of the games. I was traveling a lot on you know the last several weekends in a row, and even during the weekdays, I was kind of busy with um, some work I'm, I've been doing. So uh, I caught the stats after I saw some highlights, but I didn't actually get to sit down and watch the game. Yeah, we got to watch a poster, uh, a nasty, nasty poster. Yeah, I saw that. Back a step back three. three. Yep. Drawn up play for three. I mean, he's he was playing pretty well. Um, so it's it's encouraging. Um, but big news out of the NBA. Actually, there's some giant news today, but uh within the last week or so, the NBA is season tournament. Um before we started this podcast, me and uh Fouad were talking a little bit about it. We're still kind of confused on what I can say, we are back. Technical difficulties. We had to pause the pause the recording. We're back. We're ready to go. Hopefully, let's hope it's ready to go. Uh, what we were just about to talk about was the news of the in-season tournament. Um, if you haven't heard, the NBA is implementing an in-season basketball tournament, which, like I was saying, it's kind of confused me and Fawad a little bit. We haven't. I, obviously, they're going to get it more ironed out as the season starts, but. Briefly, this is what it this is what it's saying. The in-season tournament would be like cup games through November. Eight teams with the best record in those games would advance to a single elimination tournament in December. The other 22 teams would continue their regular season. All the in-season tournament games would count as part of the 82 game 82 game schedule. The two teams that reach the final would end up playing one extra game during the regular season, so 82, 82 game regular seasons normally what it is. It would be 83 for the two final teams. The question that me and Fawad are kind of confused on. Um, so if anyone's listening and you know the answer or you know have an explanation, 
feel free to let us know. But for example, we play the Celtics two times a year, one at home, one away. If we end up meeting them in the in this in-season tournament somehow, do we play them potentially three or three times, you know, in a season or do it, does it substitute a game later on in the season? There's lots of things I'm confused about. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, it's, it's something different and it's, it's going to be probably exciting to watch. It sounds like Mark Cuban's not a big fan of it. He made the, he made comments about like resting players, I think is what he said. So actually, it's, um, I saw that at first, but then after that, someone said that was from a few years ago. And like recently, a couple months ago, he said he's out for it. So oh, that okay. quote was outdated. Gotcha. Yeah, I saw that quote too. And so I just assumed that is what he was talking about. So good thing you caught that. So in that case, it's going to be interesting to see how teams handle it. Since it's part of the end, you know, regular season, I'd be surprised if they rested players. Maybe they don't. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how they uh, take in effect all of that. But uh, do you have any opinions on it or anything? Yeah, I'm actually pretty excited for it, relatively. I, a lot of people are super, like, down on it. And, like, they're mad about why it's happening. I don't see what the big deal is. Worst case is just equivalent to the regular season. Best case, you get some interesting games. So I don't really see a downside. Like, no one said it's supposed to be, you know, equal to the NBA championship or the playoffs. It's just a little um, fun thing in the middle of the regular season. So I think it, it has it has potential. It could be interesting. Um, but yeah, that thing about, you know, where those games are coming from is a little bit interesting. I think I'm wondering if maybe the first two rounds will be, um, like within your division or at least within your conference. And that way it's a little bit more easy to, uh, swap out the games later on. You know, you'll, you'll have multiple home games against each team in your division. So, you know, it might make it a little bit easier, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm waiting for more details on that, I guess. Um, and then the prize, I think I don't think they've announced officially like an actual prize, but I know each player is getting like a million dollars or something like that on the on the winning team. What do you think about that as as a prize? And do you think they need something else? Yeah, it, from this website I'm looking at, it doesn't say they've done they've determined a prize yet. Um, I did hear the million dollar prize. I think obviously to players it's going to be enticing, and they want you know as much money as possible. They know they floated that idea around for like the the all-star game and how to make it more competitive, which I think they did a good job on all-star game. The last two all-star games have been pretty enjoyable. Um, whatever they decide is worth that that prize for those players to you know try for it. I think it's going to be kind of like the the summer league. Where the teams are. I wouldn't say like excited for it, but, you know, when they're competing for it and they do win it, it is fun and exciting for the fan base and for the team itself. So I'm interested to see what happens. I don't, I mean, it could just be a one year thing and they realize it's not as, as viable as they thought it would be. I know the WBA kind of has something like that. Um, I'm not 100% familiar with it, so don't quote me on it, but I know there's, I think it's called like the commissioner's cup or something like that. So I'm not too familiar of you. Yeah, if any of you WNBA fans know for sure, I know I know Keith from the Trailcasters and Chris both know a lot about you know WNBA, so maybe they can let us know. But something around those lines, but it's going to be interesting. Um, whatever's going to make the players want to play and, and do it. The original draft when 
it was announced like what like it's probably two years ago at this point but i think uh originally the tournament was like part of the regular season it was supposed to be shortened to 78 games and then the tournament on top of that would bring it up to like 81 82 i think it's supposed to be 81 um but now they're making part of the thing so i think that also helps with the competitiveness like before you know if it didn't count at all towards the regular season there's a little bit more of a chance that you might rest some of your big players, but now it's just any other regular season game at worst, and there's more motivation, um, best case scenario. So I think it's good that they're keeping it as part of the regular season in terms of record. Yeah, and it looks like they have the tournament in December, so that's you know kind of early-ish, but still getting more close to the middle of the season. So, I mean, those will be important games heading into All-Star break. Um getting close to all-star break. I wouldn't say heading into all-star break, but getting close. Um, I do think if, if they are going to do this, I think they do have to include it into the regular season or else those players and teams aren't going to risk players getting hurt for something that's not necessarily like a team's ultimate goal or shouldn't be your ultimate goal is to win the end season tournament. So yeah. maybe the Kings or somebody do, do, but. Um, do you have anything else you want to talk about on that one? There was one little minor thing I was just about to say. I'm just going to keep talking until I remember. And it was that... Oh, right. So I think... Um, I don't know about the whole tournament, but I think at least the finals. Um, it was... Yeah, this is, again, based on the last update, like, two years ago. I don't know if they said anything recently. But I think it was supposed to be played on, like, a neutral field, like, in Vegas or something. I think that could be fun, too. You know, not having... Uh, you know, home crowd has its own, like, benefits, but in a in a neutral like playing ground i think it could add something special to it too you know it's just like something different so that could be a fun aspect as well i don't know if it's the or just the finals but i know they wanted to have some portion that was on a neutral ground yeah i mean not only so you brought up vegas so let's address the rumors that are going around it sounds like there's it's cutting out be... again oh is it it's testing, now, testing, so. one, two. Okay. Yeah, you're good. It sounds like there's going to be an announcement for, for Vegas and Seattle to have teams this year. Um, well, sorry. Let me, let me, that was worded poorly. We're going to get an announcement this year that Vegas and Seattle are going to have some expansion teams coming pretty soon. So speaking of Vegas, not too long until there's going to be a team there and in Seattle as well, it sounds like. Yeah, that's the word on the street. So before we wrap this podcast up, there's one thing we wanted to talk about. Um, But I did want to address one thing for all you video game players and 2K lovers. The the rosters came out. The game's out, I believe now. I don't I don't have it yet, but I think it's out. Damian Lillard's an 89. That won't be there for long for you that do care about it. He's not he's going to be in the 90s again. Um, But for those of you who didn't know, he's an 89. There was some. Some, including me, I mean, I honestly, it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things, but it was a little annoying to see him get dropped so low and other players that had the same issues last year stayed where they were or, you know, I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't matter. I don't even know why I brought it up. Let's just forget about that. Good. I cut out. So that's good. (laughs) Sorry if you're still listening and we're having technical difficulties. I don't know what's going on. We're trying to solve it, but let's get to the last thing. I want to shout out. First off, before I even shout this out, this is a this is a funny badass name. Honest, shout out to stupid 
Sexy Flanders. That's a funny name. I love it. That's funny. He posted this on Reddit, and I thought it was interesting. I just kind of want to talk about it, and it kind of ties in with what we talked about last last episode about Josh Hart winning Sixth Man of the Year and what that would look like for our team. So his question was, what individual accomplishment would have the highest, or sorry, not highest, greatest impact on our team's success going into next season? And then he left, he uh, gave a couple choices. So I'm going to ask you a couple, Fouad. Just let me know what you think. Um, so which one? Would, yeah, there is a lot. There is a lot. Nasir Little becomes a solid starter and looks like a candidate for an all-defensive team. Dame returns fully from his injury and plays like a serious MVP candidate. Simons has buzz as a second all-star. Jeremy Grant has buzz as a second all-star. Like we talked about last episode, Josh Hart is leading candidate for sixth man of the year. Nurkic returns to Bosnian beast form and, you know, looks like a candidate for a defensive team. Gary Payton plays heavy minutes off the bench and is the best point of attack defender in the NBA and looks like a candidate for all defensive team, which honestly, I'll be honest with you, I could see that happening out of all these. Like that's to me, the one that makes the most sense and would happen. Um, That basically happened last year. Yeah, exactly. Shaden Sharp exceeds expectations, plays heavy minutes at the two and three um, and and plays well. Jabari Walker is too good to keep on the court to, to keep off the court. Sorry and becomes the first big off the bench, or Trendon Watford becomes Draymond-like and is voted to the rookie sophomore game. So out of all those huge lists I just named off, is there one that stands out to you that would be like the for sure best case scenario? What would be the best for our team? I'm between two. I th- I, I, honestly, all, all of these will have like huge impacts, and they're all pretty close. I don't think you can go wrong with... Uh, most of them, but the two that I think I'm between are either uh, Nasir becomes a solid defense, or Nurk returns to Bosnian beast form and looks like a candidate for all defense. I think both of those help our defense a lot, and I think you know we've seen how good Nurk was before the injury, and we were the third seed. Um, you know, he was healthy, so if if he comes back, I think there's. You know, it, it it bodes well for our team. I think we would be really good. Um, same thing with Nasir Little. We haven't had a great wing defender in a while, and definitely not, um, definitely not since Aminu and uh, Harkless left, which was three years ago already. I think something like that. But yeah, if he becomes a solid starter, I think that would help us a lot. He could potentially be one of our better wings in um in the Dame era. And he could, you know, fill a hole that we that we need to fill. Uh, and you know, we talked about Josh Hart last time. And uh, one of my arguments was that if he's a leading candidate for Sixth Man of the Year, that automatically means this year Little was already a solid starter. So that's kind of like a two and one. Mm-hmm. So you know, I guess one of those three. <laughs> yeah, I, I I have a couple that I agree with you on. Um... I do think if Nasir Little becomes a solid starter and as as a you know defensive all defensive team you know candidate, I think that I think that could be the best case scenario for us because then like you said, Josh Hart is coming off the bench. We're not having a weak spot at the three and the four, and that's a really important one. Um, one that I think a lot of people 
overlook in this one was that Dame returns like fully healthy from this injury and plays like a serious MVP candidate. I know we've had seasons where he's been, you know, in the discussion, but when I read serious to me, that's like him and one other person are being considered for MVP. And if, if that's happening, if he's having that kind of season where he's being considered an MVP, we're, we're in a good spot. And then I also agree with you, Nurkic coming back to that Bosnian beast when he was right before he broke his leg. I mean, we were rolling. That was that was a fun team to watch. We were he I, honestly, in my opinion, he was our second best player. He was he was more he important and our best player than than CJ was at that time. Um, yeah, that that year when we lost him, that hurt a lot. Um, so if he returns to that kind of form. We're going to be dangerous. And then one other thing I wanted to add. This one, not necessarily as much for our success this year, if it happens as much as for the future, if Shaden, if Shaden Sharp exceeds expectations and, you know, shows that he, he could be, you know, what think could be, that's, that's in one of two ways. Either we can use him as trade asset and get something, uh, you know, a win now piece, or if we go on this, you know, it's not looking like we're going to make a run at it. So we got sharp and he's exceeding expectations. Now we kind of have to, we can play the and let him and Simons and, and unfortunately memes the odd man out at that, that point. Um, I hope that's not the case, but if sharp exceeds expectations, it's kind of a, it's kind of a win for us either way, because we can either use him to land somebody right now or develop him. And he ends up being a Dame player star, you know, I don't know how you feel about that one. Yeah, I kind of disagree with that one, especially if we're talking about next season. I know you said beyond next season, but um, if he is playing heavy minutes at the two and three, posting you know good numbers, I don't think that's a good thing for our team because we have so many guys ahead of him at the two and three that if if he gets minutes, it means something went really bad somewhere else. So I don't I don't know about that one. But uh, you made a good point with with Dame. I was thinking like returning to fully healthy, and you know around what he was before. But if you if you make the case like you know that is fair that he hasn't been a serious MVP candidate. Maybe one year where he was like you know in the top three, but he definitely wasn't one. But if he is like a serious candidate, like he's he's one of two guys, then I think yeah that that definitely could be one of the most impactful for sure. Yeah, I think like. Like the last couple of years, he was like top five MVP candidate. And then there was one year where he was some people were saying he could be top three, but he was like the number three. So. Yeah, um, but another thing is that if he is a serious MVP, MVP candidate, most of the time you're I mean, almost always your top two uh, top two seed. I think, you know, after Russ, there was like one more exception where it was like a four or five seed that won. Um, but most of the time, you're you're a top two seed. So that you know, obviously, if he's an MVP candidate, it probably means we had a, a lot of team success. Yeah, yeah. And and someone commented this, and and it's true. I said if Dame doesn't return to form, he doesn't think that's that the true. other scenarios even matter. So that that's that could be the most important, just because he doesn't come back the way he you know we're used to, we might be in in trouble anyways. So um, very fair point. Jer- Jeremy Grant being an all-star is a is possible. Do I think it's going to happen? Probably not, but it's possible. Yeah, I think, yeah, I'd say possible, not out of the question, not 
a guarantee or anything. Uh, I want to see the results of the poll, but it's not opening for me, so I don't think. You know, I, I don't think. Can... real quick while we talk oh, about it. Um, and then oh, the last one that I kind of want to talk about too was Trent Watford becoming Draymond Light. I think that would help us a lot, but just because of the fact that Jeremy Grant is there at the four, I think we have a four who's you know good enough already so i think that would be great long term but i think for next season specifically that would probably not be one of the greatest impacts but i think long term that could be one of the better ones too yeah nope i agree with you totally um i'm not the biggest actually, you, know what? you know it could be impactful for us too next season if he you know if you think of him as a trade asset if he is that good maybe yep. we trade him for someone good yeah i mean i'm not the biggest draymond fan so You'll never hear Hi. me rant and rave for Draymond, but if he if he can bring the defensive impact like that, and I'm I'm all for it. If he can bring some of that grit, like I will not deny that Draymond plays hard on defense and and is you know he's not afraid of anybody. I you'll I won't deny that, but Draymond himself, I'm not a big fan of. But that's for another episode, another <laughs> when we're all when we're all mad about something. Um, do you have anything else you want to talk about before we wrap it up? Um, not really. I 20 days until preseason. I already talked about that. Um, training camp is a little bit sooner than that. I think exactly a week earlier. So if you want to knock seven days off your countdown, feel free to do that. Yeah, true, true. We're going to have some Blazer basketball, some Blazer news, some Blazer basketball here very soon. Um, if you guys are still listening, I'm sorry for the technical difficulties. It sounds like it's been an all whole podcast issue so hopefully it's not terrible we tried our best um but like Fawad said 20 days we're getting close uh, i'm super super excited to to watch some blazer basketball i've been been going through some withdrawals um some bad withdrawals so i'm, I'm ready for it to happen who hasn't i got the itch i got the itch i need to scratch it so uh other than that Fawad, thanks for joining tonight always good talking to you and oh. uh, everybody that's listening, oh, well, well that's got something. Um, we are changing our schedule. This episode will be Ooh. coming out on Wednesday, and that will be our schedule moving forward, too. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. No we'll be recording. Arguments. We used to do Mondays and then put them out on Tuesdays. It's now going to be Tuesdays out on Wednesdays. Um, same time, 7 in the morning, if you're on Pacific Standard Time. Um, that's the only time that matters, right, Fawad? <laughs> he's just three hours ahead of us but yeah pacific standard time seven o'clock in the morning wednesdays that's when the episodes will come out um if you're listening thank you for listening as always rip city baby thanks to my life pursuing for the music used on the intros and the outros of this podcast you can check them out on all major streaming platforms at my life pursuing
Thank you.